there, it's time for me to share with you my own financial therapy. And what we're really going to get down to is paying attention to the patterns. Um, speaking of patterns, one of the things we're going to talk about is my new office. It's, <laughs> it feels so good, but um, there's a story to go with it. So what I say we're talking about? My own financial therapy and we're going to get down to some of the patterns that you can watch or notice that will help you to see where you have some money blocks or some emotions when it comes to your business so there we go that's what we're talking about today welcome to financial therapy challenge now this is i like to call it a financial therapy challenge bundle because you get me here live with you, YouTube, LinkedIn. You get the pod, the new podcast. You get the community and so much more. If you're on the, the newsletter, you get that too. So I like to call it the financial therapy challenge bundle. Just depends on how you want to interact with me. And I want to interact with you in all the ways. So let's get started with today. For those of you who don't know me, I am Kene Quarter the world's number one national certified counselor specializing in financial therapy, specifically for service-based business owners. But I like to, I like to say that the financial therapy challenge is the first step before we go into the financial therapy for business success bootcamp. And for that that is definitely for service-based business owners. And for those of you who have been with me for a while, you might already be in the community, but if you're not, then join the community. So here's a couple of things you'll want to do. And then I'm going to get into today's topic. Subscribe to wherever you're watching this video, YouTube, LinkedIn, subscribe. And also you want to join the community. There is a link in the description of this video, click it and then join the community. And now, as part of the community, you get the podcast. Now, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to listen to podcasts. But if you're here, then um, you can listen to it here or or you can have it on your phone just in case you miss it here. Makes sense, right? Good. I'm so glad we had this conversation. So I want to tell you about my own financial therapy because I feel like, one, you need to know that I practice what I preach. But two, my own lessons can be lessons for you. And let's just be clear. When I say lessons, I'm using that word really lightly because I do not believe that the universe has time to be giving me lessons. So let me tell you what I truly believe is that I have put out in the universe what I want to receive. And the universe is trying to get clarity. So it's like, oh, is this what you want? And I'm like, no, that is not it. Is this what you want? No, that is not it. But thanks for trying. Could you try again? Is this what you want? Yes, thank you. Or I'm like, oh, that's so close. But if we could add this and take out that, that would really be what I wanted. And the universe says, okay, how about this? And I'm like, yes, universe, you got it. But some of us just settle and we take the first thing. Well, I guess that's as good as it gets. I might as well just take what I can get. No, the universe is trying to get clarity. It just didn't understand what you asked for. Maybe you weren't clear in your request. So you got you have to get more clear. Well, 
I guess <laughs> I wasn't clear in some of my requests and then in other requests, I was really clear. So my idea of prosperity is to work February, March, April, May, take June and July off to hang out with my grandson and granddaughter and my children, and then work August, September, October, November. And then just because December and January are historically slow, because a lot of people are paying attention to the holidays, so they're not necessarily paying attention to coming to therapy or, or being in the mastermind or whatever, getting coaching. So because of that, I just chill in December. And a lot of times in De January is like a, a pre, like get ready, prep. That's the word I'm looking for. It's like a prep year, month. <laughs> so I prep in January, but if I'm prepping, that means I'm not doing as much work. But, and I'm not saying I completely take off. I just, where you know how sometimes you're leaning into work, like more of your life is about work. And then sometimes you're leaning into family, friends and fun and adventure. And so that's that's my idea of prosperity. Well, the universe got that right. In December, January, there was not much going on. And I was like, all right, that's cool. That's how I wanted it. I had a few consulting clients and we were traveling. So it all made sense. But then I was in January in prep month. So December was, you know, relax. January, I was in prep mode and I was ramping up to hire a marketing person. And I interviewed a bunch of people, but I made a mistake <laughs> and it cost me. I made a mistake. I hired the wrong team. And when I say wrong, I don't mean that they were bad or anything was wrong with them. I'm saying it wasn't a good fit. One reason is because typically when I hire in the company, we would use the Kobe assessment. But when I'm hiring a third party, like a vendor, it's very difficult to ask somebody to do a Kobe assessment. But on the out, um, you know, what's it called? Hindsight, I could see that the Kobe would not have been right. There was a specific type of Kobe that I would have needed this person to have, which I forgot to check for that because they weren't necessarily an employee. They were a vendor. And so that mistake happened in February. And let me tell you, it cost me. It cost me, when I mean one, it cost me money because I paid the down payment, which was about close to $6,000, just so you know, real numbers, close to $6,000. And in return, they did try to do some things, but here's why it was a mistake. It was because they used a specific software to deliver their product. And I use a specific software to run my business. I was not willing to shift away from that software. One, because I practice, I teach you guys, keep your business simple and logical. If I would have changed to that other one, it would have made me so emotional because it would have, is too much technology. Um, a, a, the language is more developer language where the tool that I use, which everybody knows I use Kajabi. Kajabi is, is not developer language. They are really about creator language. And so having to switch no. First of all, I've been using Kajabi for like five, six years now. Yeah, what was that? Six, 17, 18, something like that. And, and it's working. 
you only change if it's not working. So it's working for me. The only reason it's not working for me is because I don't have the time to put all the energy in getting the automations to work the way I want to. Now, are they perfect? No, they could probably improve in some areas, but they all they are a all in one. Like the podcast that I'm creating, I'm creating in Kajabi, the um, email automations, the websites, the landing pages, the community, like it's one tool, which is how I keep it simple and logical for me, because I'm not a huge tech person. I'm a pretty analog girl. You should see my other office that I just left. Um, it's all white paper, whiteboards, you know, and I, I like to write things. The Google Docs scare me. They bring me anxiety. I use them, but I can never stay organized with them. So that is why it cost me money because I paid in, but I didn't get anything out because I still had to start from scratch doing my um, automations. Here's the other thing it cost me. It cost me time because it pushed me back. Now, keep in mind, I already took December and January off. And then February, nothing got done or very little got done, I should say. And then March is when we had to figure out that we were parting ways. And so not much got done in March too. And all the automation fell back on my plate. So I'm like, oh shoot, how do I simplify this? Because I had already had a list of things that I needed to accomplish in March. And so some of the things that I was planning to launch didn't get launched because I lost that time. So it pushed everything back. I did find a new marketing person. I I went back, interviewed some of the people I had interviewed before and one of the people and, and new people and one of the people seems like they're going to be a good fit. So we start next week. I did find somebody. And one of the things I did make sure that I did, because my friend Shalene, she did a podcast about asking more questions and being more conscientious and, you know, kind of being an easygoing client and, and kind of priding yourself behind being an easygoing client. And, and I do actually. So I'm pretty laid back in the way that I approach business. But this time I asked a lot more questions and needed to know, can we use Kajabi? Do you know Kajabi? Are you willing to learn Kajabi? Um, what kind of automation are you looking to create? What part do I need to do? What part are you doing? You know, asking more questions than I normally would ask. One, because I feel like I got burned before. And part of the reason why I got burned is because I didn't do all of my homework. And really, to be honest with you, I didn't even know what questions to ask. I had no idea I needed to ask where you wanted to switch me out of Kajabi because the way that I met this person was in a Kajabi workshop. <laughs> so what would make me think that we weren't going to be using Kajabi? So they tried to convince me and I was really proud of myself because I was like, no, 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 no. I don't, I know how I want my business to run. And this was very logical. There were times where I was going to get emotional because I could, there were, there were times when the person that I had to speak to was so condescending and oh, it's so unnecessary. So, and, and I like this person and, and they like me. 
So I knew that the condescending talk is just part of behavior. She was also triggered. So I think the response was, look, I poured, she poured a lot of energy and time and she really did see a future for us working together. And so did I, but just not in that capacity. And so when her words were so like sharp, like, oh, so you want to go back to trading time for money? I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Um, that I built a subscription-based business. So what are you talking about? That's not what I do. But if you don't understand what I do, then I, I don't, it doesn't matter at this point. I don't need to explain it to you, but I do know that that's not what I'm doing. So um, we can just take that off the table. And um, then it was like, well, you have two options. And then the two options were explained to me. And I was like, no, I have a third option too. And it was a very, just a very logical conversation for me. And so, you know, I can't speak for the other person. And so because of that, that let me know that I do practice what I preach. I was like, yeah, go today. Um, then I looked at all the pieces and I, I took responsibility where I needed to take responsibility, which is why I took the $6,000 loss. I think it was like 5,800 or something that um, I might have lost. And so I took responsibility and I took the loss because I needed to just like cut, pull the bandaid off and move on. Because I feel like if one, if I would have took time to like fight for more and say, oh, well, can you give me this, that other, which in the beginning I kind of did ask for a little bit more, but I could see that there was so much resistance on using Kajabi that I wasn't getting what I wanted. So I was like, it's cool. Don't worry about it. And so opted out. And we are still friends, like, you know, business friends. I'm not saying we're friends, friends. We're not going to call each other on the weekends to see what we're doing, but we're still business friends because we were able to talk it out, because we were able to stay logical. And even when she was hurting my feelings, and I'm not going to say she was trying to, because I don't think she was trying to. I really think that that's the way she talks as a salesperson, like when she's trying to sell you. And so because I was in calm, optimal brain state, I was able to hear what she said as a sales tactic and not a personal dig into who I am as a business owner. So what else do I want to talk to you about? Um, oh, I clicked on that already. <laughs> so I, I got off track. This part I have to admit, and this is hard. And this is why I said that um, I hate when I have to check myself. And I don't really hate when I have to check myself as much as I hate when, let's see how to, I put it. Oh, I put it in the captions. Like I hate when it takes me too long to check myself. And the reason why I know it was taking me too long is because my um, patterns started to come. Now here's where we really get, I told you my story, but here's where we get into for you. This part is for you. So I want you to start noticing your patterns. And there's a couple of patterns that happen for me. Like right now, outside this window, you see the other office buildings around and you see um, palm trees. I don't know if you can hear, I'm not sure if you can hear, but there's actually construction going on outside. Of my, I mean, and it is right outside of my window. And there has, there is some pattern in my life that when I am off track, 
I attract construction. The second thing is my ear gets numb, but I'm going to tell you about that in just a second. But I attract construction in my life. And everything was going fine. We hadn't had any construction in a while. And then <laughs> two weeks ago, we get a notice. We're like, we're like construction coming right down the front street. And we're like, what? And even Jason was like, what is going on? You're attracting construction back into our life. I'm like, I know this sucks. What's happening? What is happening? So I, I, I didn't know what to do about it. it I, obviously the train had already left the station. I was already off track and I wasn't really sure how to detour and get back on track. And then what happened was my ear got numb. So my left ear gets numb. Like I can't hear very well. It's cloudy when I'm off track. That is what the universe does. Now, some of this is woo-woo and esoteric and all that, you know, you, if you are a very practical person, it'd be hard for you to hear some of these things. But because I practice metaphysics along with, before I was ever a therapist, I was a metaphysician. I grew up in a, in a church that taught metaphysics. So it's just who I am as a part of me. And so I'm noticing these things. Like I noticed Areas and then as part of self sync therapy, when we work together, like in a in a retreat or in in one on one, I'm going to pinpoint what's happening in your body as it relates to your emotions because your body speaks to you through pain or discomfort. That's the only way that it can. Well, also through pleasure, but that's the only way through sensation. So the only way your body can communicate with you is through sensation. And the way that when I'm off track my body is telling me by numbing my ear. So my ears numb. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. It's clear now, but my ear got numb and, and it frustrated the hell out of me. But you know what I did? I got my butt on the phone. I asked for help. I was calling people. Hey, can you help me? Hey, can you help me? Hey, can you help me? But also the universe knew that I was reaching out for help, which is different than how I used to be in the past. I did not reach out for help. But the universe knew I was reaching out for help. So it was also sending me people. And I got some really good feedback, some really good information. One of my best, best, best friends in the whole wide world. I'm going to get to work with some, some things that we're going to do together. But and we have never done business together. And we've been friends like almost 30 years. Wow. Oh my God. Is that true? Since 2004. So, oh, 20 years. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, man, I just was so thankful. And like I said, my ear is not numb anymore because I got the clarity that I needed. I got the answers that I was looking for. And I still lost two, two months. I still lost money. You know, I still lost time. I still lost money, but I gained a couple of relationships out of it because one person I called, they referred me to a couple of other people. They also made me dig deeper and write more blogs because I hadn't been writing much. And writing is a really good, some people like to journal. I like to write creatively and that makes me feel good. Um, these videos, as much as I like, showing up for you guys, they take a lot of energy from me. What brings me energy is when you're in the community and you ask questions and I get to pour into you live, 
in real life, in real time, answer your questions, give you what you're looking for, kind of relieve some of your financial stress or you know your emotions for you. That's what lights me up because there is nobody on the other side of this video that I can see. And, and you don't even have to turn your camera on. Like you can have your camera off and it just feels good to know that you're there. Now, in a way, I know you're there, but technically the number that I can see, this says how many people join this live. Sometimes it, it makes me know, like if I know I'm talking to somebody, it just fuels me up. I don't know. Now I know you're going to watch this video later. Like right now you're watching it. You're like, well, what about me? Can I, I'm like, yes, you too. In the community, it's just different than it is on social media. I don't know how to explain it. I'm just telling you how it is. So, so I want to give you a couple of um, to-dos, like a little field work. But something I'd like you to do for me is to tell me in the comments, do you have patterns in your life or business like I just described? Yes or no? And that's all you got to say. You don't have to go deeper into them unless you want to. So, do you have patterns in your business that you've noticed? And if you don't know, if you're like, mm, do I? Then I want you to do this field work. Just notice your patterns. Notice if you, you know, have things like body sensations that happen for you to get your attention. If things happen in your environment to get your attention, um, maybe you attract a lot of takers into your life when you need to begin to receive or set boundaries. Maybe, you know, I, the, there's a whole list of things. A, a lot of the people that I work with have pa patterns. I'm going to say everybody, but I'm just saying a lot of the people because somebody that's not going to say, somebody's going to say they don't. And so it, it's just something I noticed is an easy way to heal yourself. Oh my goodness, something just popped into my head. Okay, so I'm just going to tell you guys this, but it's silly. So I made this smoothie earlier. It's a papaya smoothie because we had some papaya left and I didn't want it to die, so I froze it. And I made a smoothie out of it, which is kind of weird because papaya doesn't have that strong of a taste. But I was supposed to put protein in it. And as I'm talking to you, I realized I didn't put the protein in. I just blended up the banana, the papaya in the um, almond milk and water. So I had a, I didn't, I'm not going to finish it. I'm just going to start drinking my water and I'm going to put my protein in it because I need my protein. But the reason why I noticed that, just so you know, is because I could feel my blood sugar changing. This is how in touch with my body I am. And so I could feel my, my blood sugar changing and I'm like, why is my blood sugar changing? That's not right. That shouldn't happen. Because if I would have had the protein to balance it out, because I usually have some protein, a little bit of fat in the smoothie so that that sugar and some fiber too, so that that sugar doesn't spike up. I wasn't going to have fiber this time because the fiber that I have wouldn't have mixed because the papaya is so mild and that the fiber is strong. So I, yeah, I know my body and um, because I do, I noticed that spike in my blood sugar as I'm talking and I'm like, hmm. I look at the smoothie. I'm like, what is going on with the smoothie? And then I remember. Okay, so I dig digressed. Um, let me see. Did I, did I finish my point? Decide what part. Oh, yeah, this is important. So you're going to notice your patterns. And if you haven't noticed them before, start noticing them. 
And then the next thing I want you to do, the second part of this, is to decide what part is you and what part you need to change. What part is you and what work you need to do? Oh, I forgot. I definitely want us to say that because that rhymed. What part is you and what what work do you need to do? Okay. So now that you have noticed the patterns and then you decide, oh, this is the work and this is what part I need to work on because I'm, I'm going to do a episode next about my, my friend Shaleen. Again, I, I think I mentioned this earlier. My friend Shaleen did an episode on takers and you know people getting screwed and the money emotions that she had around this. And so I'm going to take that episode and break it down from a financial therapy lens. And that's going to be, if not tomorrow, then it'll be on Monday, which let's just say Monday, because it'll be much easier to do it on Monday because I have time to think it through. And I really want it to be well thought out and therapeutic for you. Oh, look at that. I got two rounds in. Um, I really do. So um, I'm going to say Monday, I'm going to do that episode and I'm going to go deep into... If you are the type of person, and this happens with a lot of my um, thriver, like clients who have millions and millions of dollars, they feel like they're going to get taken advantage of. And they often do. One, because they attract that into their life. But two, more, more so because people see them coming. They see they have money and they're like, then their own triggers start to happen, their own money belief system starts to kick in and it's like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I can get some more money. I don't have to charge what I normally charge. I can get twice as much as I usually do because this person has money. It's like, why? But why? But why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because I know my worth. Well, if you knew your worth, why weren't you charging that all along? Because you didn't think people would pay that, but you think this person will. Okay, I'm going too far. Let me stop right now. Monday, we're going to talk about it because it's a lot. And, um, and I have some really strong thoughts about it that I think you need to understand, especially if you are a service-based business owner and especially if you are a quote-unquote good person. Because good people, you know, they say like, um, what's the saying? Like, never mind. I'm not so good with sayings. Did I ever tell you that? It has some, you will know that. You probably noticed that because I'm always like, how does the saying go? And I always mix it up. But Nice guys finish last. Last, I think that's how it goes. But why would why is that said to be true? Because you you don't have to be uh, a no good deed goes unpunished. It was that I think I was mixing them up with, as I often do. Um, so I'm gonna tell you how to be a good person and to attract good people into your life. That's what we're gonna talk about on Monday. So for now, go ahead and finish your field work and answer those questions, so to speak. And then also tell me in the comments, do you even notice patterns? Do you notice any patterns that you have in your life or your business more specifically? Yes or no, put them in the comments. And you know what else I think would be a good idea for you? I think it would be a good idea for you to join the community because the free community, first of all, is free and it's open to all service-based business owners. Now, it's open to all, but the people who get the most out of it are service-based business owners. And then later, if you are a financial advisor, if you are a um, 
I should say financial professional, if you are a mental health professional, then you might want to go to the next level and get some financial therapy for business, get into the financial therapy for business success boot camp because it's where we have a lot of fun. Because in the free community, I do, I do, um, I give you tips, I give you tools, I give you resources, I give you a lot of things that can add value to your life, but you're not going to get the actual self-sync session in the free community. You do have to jump into the bootcamp for that. And the bootcamp is launching soon. So stay tuned. <laughs> Remember I said we got pushed back. So be gracious, be, be gentle with me and be patient. Thank you. I super appreciate it. And I feel like in some ways, some of this can come off as emotions. And so I just want to be really clear with you is this is me being me. And so I feel like I need to tell you when I'm being myself and it ain't going to change so that you can know if I'm triggering you, whether you should jump into this community or not, because I will tell you, there are times when people get so triggered by me because I am so myself and authenticity either makes people love or hate you, which is really cool because, you know, there's no in between us, no mix. You don't have to worry about that. So I normally attract people who just, you know, can't get enough of me, which is awesome. Um, however, there are times when they're like, oh my God, please keep that girl away from me. So know that mistakes, they will happen. I make them and I'm okay with them because it's not, I'm not a perfectionist and not even close. I'm, I'm more of a, a, what is it called? Like when you just like do it, I'm, I'm the gut person. So I'm just like, let's get started and I'll correct along the way. That's just who I am. That's just how I am. And and it has served me. Has it gotten in the way? Yes. We just talked a whole episode about how I made a mistake because I moved too fast. But if I had to stop and check all the facts and read the fine print and do all the things that irritate me, then I wouldn't be enjoying my business as much. I wouldn't be enjoying my life. So it does it cost me time and money sometimes. Yes. But I also start to put systems in place, like hire other people to hire other people. <laughs> It should not be my job to hire the people. So only reason I got put back in that position was because I let go of the whole team because they weren't in line with the vision. And so when I let go of the whole team, a lot of um, responsibilities came back to me and I'm rebuilding and restarting and the marketing. Well, I didn't let go of the whole team. I need to correct that. Dasan, our marketing manager, has always been here. He's been with me for like four or almost five years maybe. And um, that's my, that's my rider. That's my ride. So man, we understand each other so well. We work together so well. And um, it just takes time. So if you have had some hires that you felt like didn't work out, don't you worry. It takes time because the right ones will come to you. The universe is just getting clarity. Man, this was much longer than I wanted to be, but oh my God, how awesome are you for listening all the way to the end? Like a 10, that's you. You're a 10. You're a 10 in the awesome category. Thank you for being here. And I will see you next week, tomorrow too, but also next week. 
All right, see you soon there.